Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Matt. Hello there. <laughs> General Kenobi. That, I think that's just going to be the, the go-to now. Oh, no, hello there is just going to be... Yeah. All right, whatever. We'll meme it up. Yeah. Memes. I don't think I'm going to do as many impressions this week, so. <laughs> see, now you right. mentioned it, though, so you're just going to inadvertently do it. We'll see. I don't think there's any too, there's too many stories that I really need to do anything too crazy with. What uh, what are we doing? Uh, we're doing a podcast. That's a good call. For the, um, what, what number are we on? What number? Yeah. Do we do we keep count? Uh, we're somewhere in the 40s. Ooh, for the 40-oddeth week. Uh, week sometime in august is our is our year so we're, do, we're doing a podcast again <laughs> who knows what number we don't keep track it's probably 40 this is our life now seven all right 47 that's my safe guess prove us, prove us wrong that's my safe guess as long as you don't count the ones like we double up on like e3 and stuff yeah or game of the year mm-hmm. so well, the correct answer, I think, to so your question was, this is the Gamers Gamers 2 podcast. Yeah, that is the correct answer that, you know, took us forever to get to. You can't give it to him right away. No, you got to tease him with it. Yeah. Then rip it out right when you think you're there. Yeah. Anyway. What if, uh, yeah. seeing how this is a, by design, supposed to be a gaming thing, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what have you been up to? I guess... By design, it's a gaming slash nerd culture slash whatever Nate is into sport wise that week, and Matt with Formula One joke session, whatever fun time. It's whatever we want to talk about. We just focus on games. <laughs> so, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing, as per usual. Um, <laughs> have you played God of War yet? I haven't, dude. I need to get on that. Um, I know. It's just, just the time constraints. Um, I haven't really been doing anything. Actually, I'm trying to think of what I've done. Been playing anything? Not really. Hopping I mean, into warships or something yeah, again? Yeah, once in a while, playing an odd game here and there. Because usually, like your first win of the day, you get is a bonus. And yeah, then it's so like I'll, a 24 I'll hour cooldown. Yeah, I'll do a win in like you know certain ships, and then move on with my life. See. And you wonder how I did it. You hop in, you do your dailies, you get out, you go to a different game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just that, like, you know, to get the the XP requirements for warships, it's like I'm never going to get anywhere doing that. So, um, it's not about your destination, Matt. It's about 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 the the journey. journey. Um, 
I mean, I could just buy this. I'm your motivational tonight. speaker of Joel Olstein, and I'll be gaining gaining a million dollar private jet from every one of you listening tonight. Thank you. <laughs> oh boy, religious scams. Anyway, uh, that's, yeah, watch, that's watching it. anything, reading anything. No, I do have. a Are book you that just I'm, existing? I am picking up a book probably tomorrow. Okay, and it's uh, called Bruce Lee: A Life. Is it an autobiography? Um. Or no. What's the difference between autobiography and a like? I can't. A I can't written remember. by them or for oh, for it's made, by it's them or by a, th- a person, a third party a person who went through and interviewed. A, biography. You know, yeah, so just regular biography. Yeah. Auto is you doing it. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So that look at me dropping knowledge I learned in. I don't know, middle school maybe remembered i guess cause, yeah you know. i don't think i learned it because i'm still not positive um yeah so there's just that and then uh you know just the normal assortment of the youtube channels of course uh-huh um car builds mighty car mods they're doing hmm doing a dotson Ooh. fair lady fair lady z they dropped a skyline motor in it so nice, <laughs> so nice. Ooh ah ooh ah <laughs> Uh yeah, that's about it. I mean, Formula One. There can was you, the race, um, and uh, yeah. When when you're done, when I start rambling on, can you just hand me my phone? Yeah. Okay. Uh, There's a part in the dock I didn't check, so I know. Mm, mm. But yes. What the hell was the last week? Was um. Was what? I'm trying to think of where they were last week racing. Fuck. Well, for Formula? Yeah. It wasn't Austria, was it? Or was that the week before? I can't remember now. I, th- I want to say it was Austria, but I'm not sure. We can go with that. How accurate do you want to sound no, about your sport? I don't know. It, it wasn't, wasn't New Red Zealand. Bull. It wasn't the Red Bull ring because I think Max won that one. I don't know. Whatever. But the last race Netherlands? was interesting. No. I don't know. For some reason, I had an N nation stuck in my head, and I went from New Zealand to Netherlands. So, you know, opposite yeah. side of the world. Now, they had... um. Oh, it was Silverstone. It was UK. That was close. Um, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was it was interesting. It's uh it was a good race and the teams there's actually competition going on instead of Mercedes steamrolling everyone, which is nice. Well, I mean, competition is always is what the capitalist and never mind. It's what you want. Yeah. So that's fun. What do you what have you been doing? <sighs> Where do you want me to start? I don't know. Games. Probably. Okay, we'll start with games. Games I think is the easiest one. So games, I can. I guess I can look this part up later. Um, games, MLB. We're yep. in the All Star Weekend, or well, All Star Break. It never happens on the weekend. It happens Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Uh, and I guess technically Wednesday, but nobody really counts that. Um. So there's a bunch of new challenges out and stuff like that, and it's a fun time. Can you just not hit yourself with a hammer right now? Um. I, I do appreciate the question that will come up later from the one and only Yankee legend himself. Uh, so a lot of MLB. It's been a fun time, you know. I've been enjoying it. As many problems as there are, if you look at the subreddit, but that I think there's every subreddit for every game. I lately, I've questioned the validity of. Some of the video game 
like things that people complain about. Cause like half the time, like, you know, you get a lot of people that complain about like Bethesda games and like mm-hmm. Ubisoft games. And like outside of like the only time I've seen those issues in my own gameplay is when we were doing Far Cry co-op and every once in a while, one of us would have some glitches, which even then they weren't, they weren't game breaking. Game breaking. So like, it was I'm just like, why like, is this car flying away and exploding? Yeah. I've always, I'm always like, what, like, why don't I ever see these issues? But I don't know. Yeah. I come across a couple of them, like gameplay glitches. Mm -hmm. But when people are complaining, like, one of the greatest things I think I've seen is is a glitch in MLB is somebody foul the ball off. And there's a guy in the on deck circle just swinging away. And the foul ball goes, hits that character in the head, and then goes back into fair play over the outfield wall for a home run. And that counts. And it counted. And he's like, I don't understand. He's like, he hits a three hundred yard bomb or three hundred foot bomb off his head, not moving. Yeah. So just for clarification in that instance, if that were to happen in a real life game, other than the shock factor, I, the sheer shock factor, and I would call that man cheating a robot and steroids. Yeah, it would be ruled a foul ball. Yes, because it was dead by. Yeah. Well. Is there an instance where that would be a happen? It would be a home run. Would it really? As stupid as that sounds, e- mm. no, it would be a foul ball because that player is not active. That was going to be my next follow up question. Say, if, for instance, if the player was active, like was standing, well, like ran no. over for some reason it, it would have to be somebody on the opposing team like it's happened before it, it, jose canseco has probably the most famous one where it goes up for a catch against the outfield wall it bounces off his head and goes over and it's a home run that's got to be so like demoralizing oh yeah it's the, it's one of these one of the stupidest plays like if you're in your history of top 10 it's up there him manny ramirez a 50 cent probably gets on there for his first pitch but there's just <laughs> stuff like that where it's like yeah so bad um is it Bill Buckner who's had a ground ball go through his like a routine ground ball go through his legs during the World Series and like ruins that game? You know, there's it's, there's stuff like that. Yeah, you have your off days every once in a while. Yeah, and that's just one of the most notable ones. You see him going up and it hits him and goes over and it's a home run because he was standing in foul territory and he was not active. It would be deemed a dead ball. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, if he hit technically, if he hit any of his people on the same team that were active in the field, like without it touching the ground, he just hit him on a line, they'd be out. If you I get wonder, hit with a ball like that, you're out. Well, technically, even if you get hit with a grounder, you're out. I wonder at some it's point... It's happened to me once. If developers like see stuff like that, and they're just like, it's not worth it to fix it. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's either that, or they're just like, I don't know what caused this. When you just look at it, and you're like, never should have happened. <laughs> nothing, nothing I coded said he has a 100 power rating... Standing still, not doing anything with his head. Uh, so, you know, it's just weird. Sometimes, like, the, the, the physics of, like, yes, yeah. all the physics were calculated that if it bounced off something, it has a high ricochet, but not a 350-foot ricochet over the center field wall. Like, <laughs> so, I haven't really run into that. Otherwise, other than MLB, it's been a fun time for me. Been playing a lot of WoW. It's a good time sync. We're getting our pre-patch next week. It's in there. We're going to talk about it. Perfect. So pre-patch is going to be next week. Which is going to... I wrote a bunch of stuff that I don't understand that I, you're going to have to explain. So. I can't wait. I love it. <laughs> Truthfully, I might not be able to explain too much because I haven't really looked at pre-patch. I know kind I, of what's coming. But... 
I know enough to know that when I give you the rundown of what I wrote, you're going to be like, this is what this means. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, I've finished Mr. Shifty. Mm-hmm. Fuck that last two levels. Yeah. Oh man, I did. I Wait, almost Mr. Didn't. Shifty is that the one where you're? It's the like you're running through the levels, like yeah, it's top down, and... and you're just you're not even shooting. You're dashing. That's okay. the shifting is you just dashing around. Okay, and like you can grab items to throw at people, mm-hmm. or you can punch them. Like those are the two ways mm-hmm. you so defeat kind of like them. a super hot type thing, almost like as far it as kind like of the yeah, level, except for like the, the interaction, yeah, the dashing and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, no shooting though. You can't ever grab a gun. Not that I've remembered doing or seeing. Uh, my favorite thing was to grab tridents, spears, and whatever because you Who could just leaves those around. They were in like statues. You could break the statue, and that came out of it. Uh, and I would just take a trident and whip it across the room, and it just you know four people stuck to a wall. I'm like perfect. You so you you do good... that. You do that same thing where you're like you know kiting, kiting, kiting. You grab a trident and you're running, running, running. And then all of a sudden you turn around and everybody because the NPCs have to follow a certain path to get to you is all in a line. And you're like, ha ha, you idiots. A trident would make a very good wall decoration. Where am I going to put a fucking trident? Right? I'm glad you asked because I just scanned the room. Wouldn't it be better if I put that there than the trident I mean, if you, there? I mean, I would do that because I would, I would want put, to display would, the trident. Because I would put two tridents. You'd have to cross With them. the cross. Or like a trident and something else that's at equal length that's, you know, as cool. Like a trident and maybe what's the Shaolin monk thing that they... No, it's not Shaolin monk. You know the thing. It's long staff. It's got a blade on one end and like counterweight on the other. It's a blade on one end and a counterweight on the other. It's got a a long. It's a long staff, and one side's like a blunt object. It's more mostly a counterweight, I believe, and then the other um, side of it is like a, a blade that's like half a circle, basically. Not a scythe. No, well, I don't think I don't know if that's what it'd be called. Well, scythe would be like your farming thing with the reaper. Yeah, has, yeah. what a reaper yeah. has, which is the yeah, same. I know half. what that is. I just don't know like what. Uh, and I mean, sickle would be up kind of what you're looking at, but. You know what a sickle is because yeah. communism, uh, and it's not a morning star you're talking about because it's kind of like a a morning star is a mace. Karambit? No, that's a dagger. You have you have like got a halberd me. almost like, but not. Yeah, but halberd's just a it's a sword type. Yeah, but it's like it's. Let's see if I can. I think it, I want to say it's like some sort of Shaolin monk thing. Let's see. I'm I would have just said a bow staff for those guys. Them and the Ninja Turtles. I'm trying to remember Shaolin. Okay. What? How to spell Shaolin? S H A O L I N. All right. I got it. I got it. All right. I got it. Bro, would you relax? <laughs> I um. You want me to go I had on a really you? good call out the other day that I want to bring up. That was uh, not really a call out, but like um, reference. Yeah, we were looking. Samantha and I were looking at something. Not a reference, but Samantha right. and I were looking at something. Just that I like spent too much time in the internet, uh, and it was like a picture of a guy or something. And then, and way in the background, like on his desk, on one of his monitors, he had like a Ooh, the good old the good old I noticed this situation. Yeah, background, and she like saw it. and She's like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Because there's a weird wallpaper." Right. And I like looked at her phone. It was grainy, obviously, and not a good quality picture. And it was like really small. I'm like, looks like General Mattis. And she's like, "What the fuck? Like, who's that?" And I googled the picture and I showed her a picture of General Mattis. Oh. She's like, "That looks just like it." And I scrolled down through Google Images. Boom! There was the wallpaper. It was General <laughs> Mattis, like in like some weird like uh, religious like thing. Someone photoshopped. It, oh, obviously. okay, okay. But I was like, oh, that was good. There it is, right there. Boom. That, that type of thingy. 
spade? I guess. I mean, that says just spade, but it's not a hoe. Yeah, 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 I guess that would be. I guess it would be a spade, a monk spade. All right. It looks like a staff, just with different stuff on the end, guys. That's all it is. That's what I said. No, no. I, I when you said counterweight, I was picturing something dangling off of it, which oh, is what was no. confusing me. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I saw what. Here's what I saw: line, okay, half circle coming off of it, not over the top of it. Oh, okay. And yeah. then at the end of it, having just a like a chain and a counterweight, and I was like, I don't fucking know That's what. That's a I'm cooler looking. weapon. <laughs> Throw one of those on the wall. Well, that looks like a <laughs> like a sickle, but like a short. Like to me, that it looks just like a really weird elongated sickle that has yeah. an anchor weight on. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> And no, I'm not going to put one of my own random dumb weapon creations as I'm sitting here confused on the wall. Yeah, but if we like, you know, put some patina on it, people be like, "What the fuck is that?" And you come up with some. But if I had two story. titanium tridents, the 360 view I have with this house, just whip them out of windows at people. Come on, that, that would be fun. It's like lawn darts. It's like the... lawn darts, but <laughs> put some watermelons on the lawn and just see who, <laughs> see who gets closest. Uh, anyway, uh, that was a tangent. Damn. Speaking of weird things, I've been playing Agents of Mayhem. What do you think of Agents of Mayhem? It was one of the games I picked up during the Steam sale. Yeah, that one was, it was one of those ones that like, kind of took a dump on, on launch, right? It oh, yeah. It didn't launch well. I took a dump on it. It took a dump on itself. <laughs> Everybody else took a dump on it. But I was like, you know what? For seven fifty, I had seen some. I had seen uh, Ray, Brown Man, mm-hmm. play some. And I was like, you know what? It doesn't look like it's that bad, but it's obviously not what anybody wanted from the Saints yeah. Rose guys. So I was like, all right, seven fifty, all right, I, I can justify game it. Hoarder, so, you know, and I, yeah, and I am a compulsive game hoarder. But in this situation, I only bought four, the, I believe. The summer sale. Yeah, four or five from the summer sale. I installed all of them. I plan on playing. What'd you get? At least all of them, or I mean, some of all I of them. I don't think we. I don't think you bought anything when last time. We uh, I bought it. Agents of Mayhem. Yeah. Uh, Starwall, which we're gonna play a little bit later. Okay. Uh, it's the two narwhal. It's narwhals fighting each other. Okay. It's a. Side, <laughs> I, think I, I think I know what game you're talking. It's, yeah, about. it's a two D one, and everybody that's in. I think you can play up to four people. Controls a narwhal, and your idea is to stab a certain. I think there's just a heart floating on part of your body, mm-hmm. and you have to like swim around and protect yourself while trying to stab the other person and all this other stuff. Um, tabletop simulator. Okay. Yeah. Just because. Uh, Kenny's raved about it before like the stuff he's been able to play he's like I've played like name a good board game and rather than spend the $70 for the board game you maybe have to maybe have to pay $5 to find somebody's workshop version of it or that's mm-hmm. just free so you can play a bunch of board games with people online that way which will save me money especially if he actually goes out west um, Mark of the Ninja for 375 374 was a uh it's a 2d or well it's a side scrolling stealth game okay so very you know like oh you see a guard you see a light you see a door throw rock against door guard walks over there you sneak up you make noise if you run too fast kill a guard move on you know okay um reminded me when i was watching it of gunpoint the one i've talked about before Mm-hmm. And it's just like a kind of a puzzle solving 2D. And I was like, cool. And, you know, I'm in the mood for that. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to say that's it, but I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, uh, Into the Breach. That was the other one from the Steam sale that I bought. Um, I have since also bought Out of the Park Baseball 19 to 
give that a run because I really enjoyed 18. So I'm gonna give 19 a shot. Uh, but that's just a side. That's a complete side thing. Uh, Kenny bought it too. That's kind of why I have it because oh, that's he's the... he. Well, he's not a base. He is a baseball guy, but he's not a baseball guy. Like I am the baseball guy of the two. Uh, but he's a Mets fan. I'm a Yankees fan. So we're gonna we can't do the online together the way we the way we want to because it's not as good as FM's online. Like FM's yeah. online smokes it out of the water. It's like comparing 2K to NBA Live. Like you know, it's bad. Um. But he he had known of me playing 18, and I talked to him about it and stuff. And he's like, I'm curious. And it was 20 bucks for 19, so it wasn't bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm Agents of Mayhem. Not So I'm only two missions in. That being said, I tried playing with a controller and the keyboard. Okay. Now, can you just give me an idea of how far along I'm tangenting right now? The fact that you said that you tried to good catch. The fact that you tried to you said you tried to play it with both. It's making me think that their controls are an issue of some kind. So I started with a keyboard. I was like, you know what, PC, keyboard, mouse. Yeah. I was like, all right, I can see. I I can I can do this. It the camera's weird because even though you run left right. The moment you like try to turn, it swings your camera with your mouse. So there's a couple times where you're trying to make some weird, like you're trying to run around a corner and stuff, and it kind of gets a little weird. It takes a little bit of adjusting too. Because um, like yes, obviously your camera should move when your mouse moves, but that's not exactly how it happened. It's kind of weird. Like you moving with the uh, with my wazd is also also shifting camera, camera somewhat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it, it looks a little weird. It's like uh, a drifty camera. Yeah. And that's kind of whatever. It's not... It's almost like when you're drifting in a racing game around a corner, and your camera's still looking at your ass and not where you're going. Yeah. So you're like, I don't know where I'm supposed to be coming out of this corner. And that's kind of happening like as I'm trying to shoot people, and that doesn't help. Yeah. Um, The shooting is a little weird. It's not bad, but it's very friendly. So it wants to aim assist. I maybe there's a setting to turn it off, but it wants to aim assist you a lot. Like when I had the controller in, and the camera was the same for the controller. It didn't matter what I was doing. Cam, cam, you know, <laughs> words. <laughs> um, but both, I noticed it on the mouse. I noticed it on the controller more than the mouse, and it explained kind of what was happening in the mouse as I was trying to aim certain times. The old Call of Duty, like speed test that you could do when you could just run down like the firing range target would pop up you just hit left trigger in the solo campaign and it just locks it on it happens in this too so like oh enemies are up trigger shoot trigger shoot trigger shoot trigger shoot and you're just auto locking mm-hmm. to everything um so i mean that's it's whatever it's just kind of i have to see if i can turn it off because it can when i'm on the mouse it kind of messes with it too much yeah, I get, yeah where i'm like i'm not trying to i want to uh, where it like pulls you in the weird directions, like there's a slight right. It pulls you, and then there's the camera thing, which both then get affected, and it's like, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not. That was it's something. not bad. Like the those are my complaints, but like otherwise, it's not bad. Like it's not that bad. It's probably so far to me, I'm maybe giving it a six and a ten, maybe five and a like half. But it like, came out the same time as some other stuff that kind of like steamrolled it. Well, it, it was also that, and it also came out with the idea that it's not online. 
and everybody's like, I don't understand why you're not online. So there was all that stuff, but it doesn't it doesn't seem uh it seems like a five point five to six, mm-hmm. which like isn't a bad ratio. Like yeah, I, I it's give, just a mediocre game. I give Medal of Honor Warfighter a six, like it's because of what it was. And it's like the campaign was fine except for these two spots and the multiplayer was just battlefield, so who cares? But it's uh I I gotta give it more than the hour I've put in to really Yeah to really judge it. But I've and I've only unlocked I've only used like three of the characters. I haven't really gotten to any of the upgrade stuff for them. So you know, whatever. But how we're long gonna of get, a game is it? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. I mean you could look at the how long, but I haven't. I'm assuming we'll find out. Ten ballpark. I'm giving myself plus two on each, plus minus two on each side of that. So, okay. um, who knows? Maybe it's fifteen, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess ten. Uh, I've been been reading, been doing some reading. I finished the Wow book. Yep. And as you can see, I have a problem starting with that green book to the left. Yeah, I see that. It's, uh... Yeah, World of Warcraft, 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 World of Warcraft. It really bothers me, though, that you, you have one soft cover World of Warcraft book, and it's not hardcover. Um, that one is a trilogy of three books. Okay. There's certain, there's like... It looks really familiar. There's three or four compendiums. That's probably the one, I think that's the one you have, you told me about. That's the War of the Ancients one. That discusses the Night Elves yeah, and stuff. that's why it looks so familiar. Yes. That is the War of the Ancients. Uh, I appreciate that you have The Fall of Reach because that is by far the best Halo book. You want to also know what? What? I haven't read it. That's all right, though. I think I've started it like five times, but I've never like been able to finish it. <sighs> I don't five know, like, five very it's... good reasons to punch a dolphin in the mouth is pretty good because the oatmeal is always funny. Uh, Ready Player One, I enjoyed the book better than the movie. And the one next to Ready Player One that you can't see is about Columbine. So hmm. take it as you will. Interesting. Was it good? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I actually had to write like a a college paper on it to determine well, if it's good literature. Whatever, it's a whole other story. <laughs> we won't tangent on. Had to determine if something was good literature, and it had to be out less than less than two years from. So time no one of, really knew. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody yeah. had. But no, there was a lot of. It was a really informative book. Pretty good. So I read that wild book, uh, and when we talk about prepatch later, I'll probably bring it up. But uh, I think it. Depending on where they start us, and I've been trying to stay away from some of the, a lot of the Battle for Azeroth news because I don't want a lot of it ruined for me. I'm pretty sure I know where we start and whatever, but like surprisingly, like all the news that I run into is all gameplay related. Yeah, it's mostly and it's none of it's like you know story. No, a lot of the WoW community is good for like not telling story on people, um, and they also kind of lock stuff away at the same time. But yeah. Like I, I'm pretty sure I know what the beginning scenario is. I think that's been confirmed. Uh, but if the beginning beginning scenario is what it is, then there's still a gap from when that ends to when the beginning scenario starts that needs to kind of be explained. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's in pre-patch. Who knows? Uh, and then I started reading Takeoff by Joseph Reed. I'm about a third of the way through that, maybe a little bit more. Uh, it is once again a series... And this is book one. And we all know <laughs> normally how I feel about this. This is very interesting that you are um, you're reading like book one in multiple series and you'll probably never go back to any of them. I haven't. I None of them have ended with me going, 
I'm curious about book two. They What's all... going to happen when you find one that does? Then we'll see. <laughs> uh, I've read, there was one series, not counting like WoW as a series. Yeah. Um, that there are 23 books in this house from that I have read all of. And there are more. But the problem is it started just kind of like repeating on itself. What is this series? Uh, it was, I called it the Ashes series. I don't know if that's completely correct. But everything, Ashes was always in the title. Yeah, I, um, I know. What... It's by William W. Johnstone. Mm-hmm. Usually a very Western writer. I don't care for his Westerns. Yeah, I just don't care for Westerns. I mean, not his specifically, but uh, that one was about, He's he also writes very right, like not left-leaning. He's very right-leaning. Which that part doesn't matter to me at all. Like politically, you're saying? Yes, he's okay. he's politically right. His characters are, uh, but this one was. It starts with problems, and then oh, fucking I'll tell you later. Like yeah. Ashes series, if you want to look it up, I've read like 23 of the books, and it's a fun time. I think it does. Yeah. But it, the problem was, as I was reading like the last ones that I was in, I was like, it's this is folding over on itself, and we're yeah. not now. We're no, just I dragging think... it out to drag it out. I. It's probably a wise choice to I don't know I've having read so many Star Wars books mm-hmm. like I I this I'm probably coloring my my opinion of it because of the fact that Disney bought it and basically scrapped the entire canon but like I regret reading so many of them because like it's just uh, it, uh to me now I feel like it was a lot of time I wasted right I don't regret where I could have been reading other books I don't regret reading those I just I think I was smart for recognizing I needed to stop because it just wasn't getting anywhere. Like, yeah, it reached it reached a bunch of conclusions and then went. But what if there's this new enemy? And I'm like, how is there a new enemy? <laughs> <laughs> um, but this this book take off. I'm gonna fucking take this entire podcast just talk. Uh, this book take off is about so far. It's a U.S. Air Marshal who was outed technically, like his who he like as an Air Marshal. His name and face got out into the news, so. He kind of had to not be an air marshal anymore. Yeah. Um, but still kind of has his job, but just does it privately now. Mm-hmm. And he has to protect somebody. And essentially, uh, everything's going well, except that the FBI didn't foresee this giant tattooed militia gang coming at them. Bane? Yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> it's just the story of trying to protect this young, essentially teen pop star. Who obviously is sounds cliche, but yeah. I'm sure it's probably will be good. So far, it's pretty good. I haven't, I haven't like wanted to go. Nope, not continuing this one, which I have done, and then said no, no, I'm just gonna power through it to try to. We were uh, in that topic of books. We were taking stock, Samantha and myself. We're taking stock of my my books that I have mm. stacked up in my, and I've realized that uh, every book. Like, I have this big, you know, something like that, but stacked up. All of them have bookmarks at least halfway through them or further. <laughs> Those are all finished, except then, for the one I told you about. Yeah, and then I just I just stop reading them randomly. I don't yeah. finish them. Um, there's a bunch that are still upstairs, mm-hmm. but that those are the ones that I, at the moment, yeah. felt fit. Yeah. Well, the stack that's in my office is, like, the, all the books that I've tried to read i'll say Mm -hmm. in the past like probably three years and it's just like you know i read i get like lord of the rings is a good example i have the trilogy and i read Uh, through i was like i don't know a couple hundred pages away from finishing 
The Return of the King, and I just randomly stopped reading it. So, I don't know. I have problems. I have lots of problems. But, you know, what, what can you do? You know, no one's perfect. No one's perfect. It's true. Except for Nate. There you go. Good job. I don't have to say it. Um, and then I've been watching baseball. Watching the World Cup, we got semifinal or well, sorry, semifinals yeah, are how over. How do you feel about the? Uh, we have thing. third place match tomorrow, first place match on Sunday. Hmm. Croatia, Croatia, and, France, and right? France for the for first place, and then England and Belgium for third. What's your uh, got predictions? Do you care? I want to. I want. I would like France to win because France uh, has Paul Pogba, who is on my favorite team, Manchester United. Um, at the same time, I would love Croatia to win. Just because it's a great story, yeah. It's, and Luka Modric has been a stud of a player for like his entire career, and I there's a there it's it's the underdog story you want, yeah. And they're they're a good team. Ivan Pirsic and Luka Modric and all these mm-hmm. other guys are just gonna. Show, I, Ivan Rakitic will show up and do things, but I mean, if you if you were to technically take them on paper, France beats them in every position except for like. Luca's position, but who knows when they show up to play? Yeah, I uh, I don't have any vested interest. Like I've passively been spectating, but for some reason I want France to just fucking crush them. <laughs> and I think it's just that me being like evil, you know, like all these people are like, oh Croatia underdog story, so wonderful. I just want to be like fucking bury them, like <laughs> crush everyone's hope. I mean, technically, that's what I think in England thought they were going to do, and then they got their asses kicked. Yeah, I, know, I say asses the... kicked. It was a tie game and lost an extra time, but still, yeah, it's... they shouldn't. It's it was hard. not expected, I'm sure. Right. Uh, been watching baseball, obviously, as I said earlier. We're going to the All Star game, or we're not going to the All Star game, but it's we're into All Star break, so it's a fun time there. Uh, trade deadlines at the end of this month, so rumors are starting, and the old rumor mill. The last thing I've been watching. Is I'm finally through Westworld season one. Oh yeah, I forgot you started that. Yeah, thoughts. Fuck. Good, bad, good, different, good. Oh, interesting. But it's it's. I think it's nice currently for me. Uh, one, I know season two is a crazy shit show. Of is like, there a season two out already? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, season two just finished two weeks ago or last week. Um, so it's already streaming on mm-hmm. HBO Go, but. It's, I enjoy it, and it is very mind-fucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it works for me having somebody in my office at work who has watched one and two. So I would come in, and I'd be like, all right, so now I've watched episode seven and eight. Like, what the fuck? And he, and he will not tell me, like, spoiler-wise, but we will sit there and just kind of discuss things, or he'll confirm or say, like, You'll find out later what that actually is and stuff like that. I'm like, so that helps kind of get through a lot of the questions. And I avoid the subreddit like a plague. I don't want to know. Yeah. It's a good time. I enjoy it. All right. Westworld. Nate's seal of approval. Yep. Hard to obtain. We should make a seal of approval, a Nate seal of approval. All right. And do reviews and they'll just say like, We'll do like Nate's oh. reviews, and you'll give it Nate reviews. I like was gonna, say, I was gonna say then... officiated, but like there's no N before the eight in that word, so it can't be like officiated. Yeah, because opinionate, well, I mean, opinionated is a show I want to do. 
We'll just because call it that. a yeah a stamp that just says opinion. I guess so. You could do that. Yeah. Well, opinionated is a show I want to do, and just capitalize N A T E in the word opinionated. Yeah. Whatever. Pipe dreams, right? Shall we get to new releases and actually get back onto this podcast idea, other than just talk for a while? I guess. I mean, I mean, we're going to talk for the rest of the time anyway. New releases and video games for this week. Our Nate has shit in his pockets. Number one. I had mowing the lawn. Oh, I was going to make a comment about why you putting shit in your pockets. Like that's I can save it for later. Right? You know, when I tell somebody I have to go to the bathroom, and they're like, "I don't believe you." I'm like, "Go to look at the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I don't think sometimes when I have to start just making up a joke. I don't think ever. So, number one, is it I, I, you, number one twenty XX for PS4, Switch, and Xbox? Number Could it be Roman numerals? Twenty ten ten. Twenty twenty. Maybe figure it out for PS4, Switch, and Xbox. Is that <laughs> how Roman numerals work when you get to that point? Well, it there... would be that would be twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Really weird. You just put twenty though, and then the... I don't know. Anyway, man. Bomber Crew came out for PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Number three is Dream Match Tennis VR for the PS4. Number four is Hunting Simulator for the Switch. I bet you they couldn't get the license to Cabela's. <laughs> I've heard that Hunting Simulator is better. It probably is. It's probably because they don't have the Cabela's license on it. I think it's the same people, probably. Yeah. yeah. Number five, Insane Robots for PS4 and Xbox. Number six, MXGP Pro for the PS4 and Xbox. Number seven, The Culling 2 for PS4, Xbox, and I think PC, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, number eight, Warhammer Vermintide 2 has made its way to the Xbox. Number nine is Bomb Chicken for the Switch. I think we talked about that before. Uh, number ten is Holy Potatoes, a weapon shop for PS4 and Switch. Cool name. Yeah, that's why I put it in there. Who says Holy Potatoes, right? Number 11, Radio Hammer Station for the Switch. Number 12 is Captain Toad Treasure Tracker has made its way to Switch in 3DS. And number 13, Octopath Traveler for the Switch. Oh, shizzle. And now I guess we should dive right into it. And... I'll go first. All right, all right. I was I was just trying to glance everywhere and see what's up, but I'll go first. Actually, we can always just we have we, to yeah, go we can rotation. Who cares? We can do whatever we want. We here. we run the show here. I mean, we can do whatever yeah. we want. Fuck you, producers. <laughs> there's nobody over there. There's no yeah. There's no <laughs> producer. Nobody pay attention to the man that doesn't exist behind the curtain. Number uh, one for the flashy news headlines. I uh, I had a weird schedule this week. I'm going to preface this. Okay, great. I can't weird, wait because I haven't read this. Weird schedule this week. Didn't have my normal time to do the uh, prep okay. for the document. So it's a little rough. All right? So, uh, you know, you, you, you'll probably like it better because it's literally, it's not, in some places it's not complete sentences. It's like literally just like cliff notes of like things. I like to say that I'll like that better because you know I will just Ron Burgundy it except for the most part. So we'll yeah. see. Number one, we'll start the week with a ridiculous collector's edition. Dark Sider 3 Apocalypse Edition is going to be $400. Jesus. Sweet it Jesus. It includes 
a wall scroll, which is a fabric print with a hanger that is 30 inches by 40 inches. That's fucking huge. Yeah, what's that? Just shy of three feet by four feet? Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's pretty big. That's what she said. You must really like Darksiders 3 if you got that on your wall. It also comes with four figurines. I bet you they're men of the apocalypse with names like <laughs> Fury, who is 11 inches tall, Volgrim, War, and Death, who is only 10 inches tall. Yep. That's weird. I, I find it strange they put one at 11 inches and three of them at 10 inches. One's probably slouched. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, it also comes with a heavy weight amulet, five centimeters or two inches with a necklace. I mean, I guess if you really want to try to get your Darksider cosplay on early, uh, it comes in a steel book. It comes with the art book. comes with a soundtrack. And it comes with Fury Exclusive Armor DLC. That seems obscenely expensive for like what you get. Depending but... on the quality of both the scroll and the statues, maybe it's not that crazy. Yeah. Because I've seen the, a, the sing- a singular statue that's 11-inch statue yeah. go for... 70 to 120 dollars oh yeah like the i bought a collector's edition of the game and it came with a statue and the statue was like very nice yeah so but still uh luckily i don't care that much about dark Sider 3 to spend 400 dollars on it so yeah i agree with that sentiment um perfect Moving on. Uh, moving on to number two. Uh, Blizzard continues to push gaming into new audiences by striking up a deal to bring Overwatch League to ESPN, Disney, and ABC Family of Networks. Uh, the agreement mainly focuses on live matches and full replays, but it also includes digital rights that the networks, in quote, plan to take full advantage of, according to ESPN Vice President of Digital Media Programming, John Lasker. So maybe uh, we'll probably see it on their apps, streaming services as well. Cool for Overwatch. Cool for them. Uh, I I still find it so funny that us, at, I mean, we're not an industry. Uh, gaming as an industry still can't get out of its head that like TV is the goal. Yeah. I, I, like, yeah. No, TV is dying. Mm-hmm. But whatever. You know, that's not the point. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, cool for them. Like, it's a, it's obviously a big deal because it's going onto a mainstream it, yeah. platform. But at the same time, it's like they made a point to focus. Your audience on, is in the internet. Yeah, they made a point to focus on the fact that, like, oh, you know, this deal is going to bring uh, Overwatch to like ESPN's channels, and it's like that's you know if cool, you made, but it's also on ESPN just, like three. It's not on ESPN yeah. one or ESPN two. Actually, it's ESPN two. It's ESPN three and then two. So it's two only when it gets to like I think it was like the finals and stuff. Yeah, the finals, the um, playoffs. I think. Yeah, playoffs, finals, I don't World know what Cup. Calling them. Um, they call them playoffs, but then it's there's also a World Cup too that they host. Like they they don't need that, and it seems like a you know a waste of focus. They could have just sold rights to like put it on streaming services and apps, and they would get more of an audience. But it seems like they're trying to pull in people that wouldn't normally. I think it's, it's I think it's something? a combination of that and the fact that I think ESPN is dying and ESPN is trying to save itself by bringing people back to cable. It kind will of, never happen. No, right? Because half, as far as I'm concerned, and I don't have the metrics in front of me, obviously, but I would assume that majority of Overwatch's audience has already ditched their cable package and uses streaming services. 
like Hulu, like Sling, like whatever. Yeah. So, whatever. Whatever, whatever. Number three. Matt didn't give me any details. It's just what I wrote. And I don't know all the details anyway. So, here we go. <laughs> I kind of... I breeze through it and i was like oh he knows what what it is nope that's why i just gave you the base stuff to grab and not the rest of it Um, Fortnite season five has started new skins new maps new worlds i believe they're calling the season worlds collide uh there's golf courses there's a golf cart that you can drift in now you can warp through tears in the world you know a bunch of other fun stuff happening new skins are coming good time battle passes out Go get it. Go enjoy it. Yeah, it's out now, right? Yep. Right now. Started now. Whatever. Yeah, it's out whenever. It came out Tuesday or whatever. Mm, Number four. Mm, Number four. Uh, Neil Druckmann mentioned that Ellie will have an MPC partner in The Last of Us 2. During an interview with BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed, I can't speak, he said, quote, Well, so Ellie used to be an MPC, but she's the protagonist in this story. So the player is controlling Ellie. It's safe to say with the game that we are that we made in the past that there will be some NPC with you in this story. So, uh, you know, obviously, naturally, there's a ton of speculation about that. So some people are saying it's Joel. It's that girl from the demo that she kisses. It's the woman from, like, the earlier trailer. Right. What if it's Joel, but he's like, this str- or like the mysterious stranger in Fallout? Cool. He just shows up randomly, like new people. Yeah, he just he just all you hear is doom 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 and there's just a pistol. He's just (laughs) whoo later. Uh, One one second. Yeah. Okay. I just want to confirm I heard horses. I smelled them before I heard them. No, that's me. Oh, okay. Well you smell like a horse. My ass probably does. Maybe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That's bad. All right. It's vile tonight. Well, you got to stop eating that garbage. And that's like a scan day for you, buddy. <laughs> Put you through that hell. Number five. Subnautica is finally coming to PS4 after being available on PC and Xbox for years. It's being ported by developer Panic Button, who also ported Doom and Wolfenstein 2 to the Switch. It's expected to drop sometime this holiday season. Oh, shizzle. Cool. Kenny yeah. loves Subnautica. I know, actually, uh, our buddy Sousa does too, so. It looks good. It looks like what uh, No Man's Sky should have been. Like in that, the in you know in, in ocean, <laughs> I want to say in space, but it's you know that's what no man's got. Whatever. Number six. I feel like we're flying through the. Well, we were talking for like ever, anyways. So well, we were talking for whatever, but it's also just kind of like a slow week in news where yeah. this is all no shit. Because we did we avoid Guild Wars. We did. Yeah, I so did we avoid avoided Guild Wars simply because I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Yeah. It's just whatever. At this point, I don't care. If anything, um, we'll touch on it for about five seconds at the end. Yeah, a lot of the stuff towards the end are open-ended like discussions that we're probably going to have about it. So. Oh, I see one of them that I don't want to talk about. Okay. Well, no, that I'll talk about, but I just don't give a shit. <laughs> Number six. I'm trying to guess which one. What do you mean you're trying to guess? Come on. Well, it's probably... I was... I don't know. See, we'll get there. The, I, I assume the last two you just wouldn't give a fuck about at all. Oh, no. One's a subset of another one. Anyway. Um, Number six. Number six, The Culling 2 is the latest game to try to grab that Battle Royale money. Unfortunately, developer... Uh, uh, I like Xavian. All right, Xavian. We'll go with Xavian. Uh, decided to launch alongside Fortnite Season 5 launch and a relaunch of PUBG's test server. So, don't know how that's going to work out for him. Well, I'll tell you how that's going to work out because I wrote that. In the first 24 <laughs> hours of being online, the peak player count was 13. Solid. That's for Steam, by the way. Uh, most Steam reviews claim that it is an unfinished game by a developer trying to cash in on the Battle Royale fad. Uh, there's that. There's a lot of other people saying that it does a disservice to what the Culling 1 was, mm. where Culling 1 focused a lot on like melee combat with the spears and stuff, and this one's like, oh no, we're now good. ARs and everything. So it's very... Sounds like real life. It's very uh, PUBG-styled, or PUBG-tried money grab. Ah, uh, well... Well, I mean, it's that, it's that move to that modern side mm-hmm. of what, like, like the culling was what battle royale is now. Yeah, because the culling it was like H one Z one. You're culling, and then PUBG, and now that PUBG took over, and then Fortnite surpassed that. It's like now everybody's trying to. You're still trying to play. It's kind of funny though, because if they would have kept with their original style, it probably would have been more popular because it'd be different. Yeah, you, you always want to be different. You don't want to be the same. You got to have something that makes it different. Number seven. 14, dude. YouTube has terminated or given strikes to several larger streamers for videos that point to the streamer's Twitch accounts. According to YouTube, they are enforcing a policy to keep the platform free of spam and content whose main purpose is to drive people off of YouTube and onto another site. One of the bigger channels that fell prey to this, Linus Tech Tips, acknowledged that this is an existing policy, but that they only decided recently to enforce it. YouTube might be getting a little bit nervous about Twitch being super fucking popular or jealous. 
Just Jelly. here come the two high school girls ready to fight for attention. Let's get that competition. Too bad one of you is a streaming service and the other one's not. Yeah. And one of you's trying to be, and And there's your problem. Yep. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Number eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one and then Uh, that's what I want. That's why I, I as I was doing my jump throughs, I was like perfect. Another World of Warcraft expansion is on the horizon. That's right, Matt. It is. By all accounts, it's uh, August 14th. It's oh, like, sorry. Are we just not... sounded like We turned into like a news show here, like a morning news show. <laughs> I'm <laughs> out in the field with <laughs> this velociraptor. <laughs> Ooh, this got interesting. Who says that pandas are stupid? I don't know. <laughs> On July 17th, Oh, wrecked by the iPad, it, the screen, man. There's no transition. It doesn't do a dim or anything like that. It's oh. just like, off. Wow. Um, on July 17th, the pre-patch for Battle for Azeroth will be released. The patch will remove some old content, content as well as bring all of the new expansion class changes and rebalances and a sprinkle of new quests. One noteworthy change is Legion Artifact weapon traits will be disabled but players will be able to transmog. Did I say that? Yes. Any weapon into their old artifact, keeping to the same archetype. Um, another one is the stat squish. <laughs> That's going to happen. I love that little term. <laughs> it shouldn't actually change how the game plays, but make the numbers easier to look at and manage. Yeah. So, or anything else you want to add in there? Uh, I'll just kind of step through with a little bit more detail, I guess. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, removing some old content. There's just stuff that they're dropping out. I think gar- certain garrison missions are getting dropped out beforehand. And, um, Things relevant to uh, the Achievement stuff you're losing. Story achievement be- expansion. I'm achievements sure. that you needed to get before pre-patch are getting dropped out and locked away that you can't get anymore and stuff like that. Uh, as far as bringing the class changes, all the ones that they've announced as far as, like, survival hunters changing a bunch with new spells and, like, how it works. Um, and other, other stuff like that, like uh, just spell changes or new spells or old spells getting reworked and kind of how you play it. Those changes are just coming. Uh, disc, disc Priest is another one that's getting a lot of changes. Uh, the, the, yeah, and the rebalances are the same thing. Uh, sprinkle of new quests are just more uh, Horde versus Alliance shit leading up to the like more about what you have to do with the sword that's in uh, Silithus. Uh, the, the Legion artifact weapon traits are yep disabled, but the transmog thing is they had announced before that don't worry about losing what your artifact looks like because you'll be able to transmog because you can change appearance of anything. Is so that, that what the transmog thing means? Transmogrification. Okay. Um, so if you had you say you were just getting a bunch of gear, but you all end up looking like garbage because yeah. you know, people love aesthetics. Uh, you can just go to a vendor and there's a window that has like all the appearances that you have earned for that slot, like all your chest ones that you can wear and you can choose that and it puts that appearance on over it. So that's what they're talking about. You can do that with your weapons going forward. Where it's like, if you really liked what your weapon looked like with your artifact, mm-hmm. you can go back and put your artifact look on it. Um, And the stat squish is because now we have people pulling uh, one to like three million or more DPS. Yeah, that's what I kind of So your numbers just... are just massive. So we're getting back down to sub 1,000 numbers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just like re 
like starting fresh with the numbers again so you don't yep. have to like deal with the they've lunch. done it they've done it in previous expansions where we're like okay we're getting too silly bring it back mm-hmm. bring it back so we're just gonna do that again cool. um anything else you want to add that's pretty much it no i mean there's gonna be uh professions are changing so now uh each expansion has its own tier are there any this was one of the questions i, I had about it just out of curiosity are there mm-hmm. any big changes to any of the uh class not the new there's a new class coming in i'm no. assuming there's not okay there's any changes to the classes that are like yeah kind so of a big deal that that was like the survival hunter is getting a lot of changes disc priest is getting a lot of changes mm-hmm. like where some of them are just the minor ones like to c- certain abilities and stuff other ones are getting like f- almost full overhauls uh, like Todd was playing Survival Hunter, and he's like, "I don't even want to learn it right now because it's going to change too much on Tuesday." Mm-hmm. He wants to learn it then, so hmm. stuff like that. Anything you've seen that has you concerned? Not concerned. Stuff that has me intrigued, uh, like the new Disc Priest. Just kind of how they they seem to be going kind of back to the way I like to play it. Not I don't like the way to play it now. Uh, they... But for me, it has none of my guys are really that affected. How how good have they been at nailing like balance, as in like predicting the meta, and and you know what I mean? Like, um, ha- have they had any game breakages where they, they didn't see foresee something, and then like someone figures something out, and that becomes the meta? No, I mean I don't think we've seen uh like a destiny problem. Yeah. Uh, PvP is a little different. I'm thinking I mean, along PvP, the lines of like the Guild Wars, like 55 monk situation. Oh, 55 like, monk. Yeah, where no, like it no, clearly no, no, wasn't no. intended to do that. But well, at the same time, when it wasn't intended to do that, they also had runes in that took 75 of your health away. So yeah, it seemed you, like it was intended. Uh, I know what you mean. Um, no, there hasn't really ever been. Uh, I mean, your items and changes and rotations and stuff like that all can. You know, like one patch can just slightly tweak somebody to be better than the other one mm-hmm. just by change, like changing yeah. a coefficient on a spell. Yeah. So it's that's part of why it can be interesting to watch. They do a thing called the Mythic Invitational, and Mythics are the highest level dungeons you can do, not raids, just dungeons. And they put them, I think it's to default, like plus 17 or 18. And people, you know, there's five man group, and people bring different five man groups because they want to do it differently and play differently and stuff like that. So sometimes you can see stuff there. There is a DPS simulator that says if everything goes completely correct, these are roughly the top to bottom DPS rankings. Like mm-hmm. if everything's good on this certain class specialization, they would be the best in the in the group. And if you're playing this one, you're like the worst. It's like mm-hmm. one through twenty five or something like that. So, hmm. and that's usually changing too. So you can get an idea usually. See, I haven't like caught anything, any sort of backlash about any in that vein. Not and really. It's kind of impressive that they can like, like some people get kind of pissy so with some well. shit, but it's not because um, there's so many variables with, especially with WoW. There's like so many oh, yeah. variables. Like they're ditching. Uh, not that that really affects me, but I find it kind of interesting. They're getting rid of first aid. Uh, now tailors make bandages, mm-hmm. and alchemists make your anti venom. I don't know anybody that was using anti venom. Maybe it was a PvP thing. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> just interesting stuff like that. That's cool. Uh, the profession thing is they're changing it so you go from 
through each expansion on its own. So say you wanted to start now. In order to get to like Legion stuff, you would have to go one to eight hundred to catch up. Um, but if you wanted to just start on Tuesday, you don't have to go one to whatever it is. I'll say a hundred. I don't think that's true, but one to that expansion. And then if you want to do the old expansions, you have to go back to them to level them up. Like they're no longer in your way of, oh, level, of, leveling, so of they, leveling a profession. It, they exist in each expansion. It's right. Separate from each other. Yep. They're still in your same window, but you don't have to do them to be current. They, um, they come up with crafty ways to, uh, to like, Mm-hmm. Keep the option open to bring in to to join in. Yeah, when people are like, "Man, I don't really want to start back up." I'm like, I don't think you understand. It's easier than it's ever been. Yeah. yeah, that's why I find it funny when people are so like, um, that people are so interested in WoW Classic. I'm like, I don't think you people remember how hard the game was when it uh, first came out. A lot of people don't remember, but at the same, it does still have a very large cult following. That's like. I remember back in my day when I didn't have transmogrification. I looked like an idiot walking around with this yeah. one metal shoulder and this. What I feel like people <laughs> forget how long it took to level up initially. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was like it's a grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the last couple of things are just kind of things that I threw in there to uh, foster conversation. I uh, can't wait. Um, I'm gonna go out of order here. Uh. We're going to do a little section for movie news and rumors. Um, and what spurned me to do this little section was actually the Joker movie rumors. Or, or Real news. quick, that's out of order. Uh, whatever, keep going. Yeah. So uh, there's an upcoming Joker movie with director Todd Phillips, who is most known for directing The Hangover. And it's going to star Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Uh, Phoenix and Phillips' Joker movie is described as an, quote, exploration of a man disregarded by society that is not only a gritty character study, but also a broader cautionary tale, according to The Hollywood Reporter. That's meant to be different from comic book superhero movies. Um, The longer you stare into the abyss, it stares back into you. It's curious. you're, You're a Batman fan. You like the Joker. Yep. I'm just curious what you thought about that. Interesting casting. I'm I'm uh, kind of intrigued because of the casting. I'm I'm happy it's not Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, uh, there was other news in there. Not too, because right? I don't I don't have anything against Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that Joker. I don't like like pimp Joker is really mm-hmm. what he was, and that to me. Yeah, I prefer dark Joker. I think this has the that was my thing is I I feel like this has the. The potential to be a very dark Joker. Yeah, I prefer dark Joker or even like weirdly silly Joker. Like Nicholson's Joker is mm-hmm. is is dark, but he's also just silly. It's like a dark silly, yeah. Yeah, he's like weirdly silly when he's like hoo hoo, and he's got these he's still squirting a flower off his mm-hmm. jacket. You're like, you just yeah. said you're gonna murder a family. Like I'm so confused by your antics, which is the Joker, but pimp Joker with a grill and slick tie. I'm like, I don't, I can't take, take you seriously. seriously. Yeah. Uh, I we'll see. Yeah, I'm. I'm really intrigued because the I know, first trailer like, I think will tell me a lot. Yeah, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is a very yes. interesting individual, and to have the guy that did the Hangover doing it. Yeah, which if you think like looking back, the Hangover was like 
it was a good movie. It was comedy, but it was like somewhat. Uh, there was like dark there, undertones. Yeah, there, to were, it. there were definitely weird moments, but it, it's still just like one of those like ah, you're gonna. Mm, eh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, does he look like a guy with a plan? <laughs> Uh, I threw uh, the Nathan Fillion thing in there just because it popped up and I thought it was kind of interesting. But um, it's uh, Comic-Con this weekend, obviously. Yep. San Diego Comic-Con. Yep. And uh, Nathan Or as the people would say, San Diego. (laughs) I don't know who says that. but I think it's it's one of the lines in Anchorman, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in... So long. I only watched. I believe it, it was named for the Saint Diego. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. San Diego. Um, he's posted a couple photos on uh, Instagram that a lot of people are interpreting as being some sort of uncharted project. Oh, of course they are. Uh, the first picture was. Um, he's probably just cosplaying. I, he probably is, but. Uh, the first picture was a photo of Drake, like the rapper Drake. Mm, okay. And it had in the caption um, the saying that's on Drake's ring. Uh, it's Latin. I can't remember what it I is. I say you'd, you'd have to tell me. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it, it it means greatness from new beginnings. Okay. I was going to say a franchise I don't know enough about. Oh, so. yeah. I, for, I forget about that. Um, <laughs> I forget you're uneducated. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second Instagram photo was like a map with a... It was like uh, a table with like a map and a uh, magnifying glass and like a leather book, you know, like that type of stuff. So, yeah, there's that. Um, in the late edition, Zombieland sequel. Now, with the original cast and director. I like that this is in there because I, I enjoy a movie, a movie review from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, has this, this has been around though, hasn't it? Uh, I there's feel been... like I've seen this like either you last have. week or the week before that this exact idea has been uh, out there. Similar, I mean, it you, happens. It happens not... both happens both to us and I literally watch major news outlets do it all the time, where they yep. write a news article and I go, "Knew about that two weeks ago." Don't understand why you think it's breaking news. Yo, but... you're not you're not crazy that it was, but it wasn't. No one knew it was Zombieland. They just were like, "Oh, there's this weird movie with this cast," and then. Because it was um, the same cast was it, the it was, was the part it was, but it was like it included like Bill Murray and all these all these like yeah because the people Bill that, fucking Murray you would like he's supposed to be dead though in the well he could be a zombie he's a zombie yeah what do you mean um, it's Zombie Land he's just Zombie Bill Murray and you know very well that he is sentient Zombie Bill Murray <laughs> you're not gonna let him just be a zombie he's gonna definitely have a one liner which outside of that news article it's popped up multiple times the past couple of years mm. as being like rumors but this is the first time that Sony has come out and said, yeah, this is happening. And, and this is what the- better time? Yeah. Comic-Con. So, yeah, there's that. I don't know if you have anything that you want to add on any of those topics. Nope. Okay. Uh, the last thing I want to throw in for conversation purposes, as far as game development goes, is the juxtaposition. I saw it brought up. I was flipping through Reddit when I got out of work. And... Um, Someone had written a post or whatever about Anthem and Bioware and blah, blah, blah. So Bioware has been very active on social media, Twitter, and Reddit, talking, responding to questions, all that good stuff. And someone made the comparison of Bioware and Bungie, you know, the games look very similar, but they handled, they're handling the community better. Polar opposites. Yeah. Timid, 
and this is what we are. This is what we could be. Knowing um, Bioware's recent um, trepidation, yeah, whatever. Their recent I don't know if that's stop issues with Andromeda and stuff like that. Ah, uh, yes, I'm curious <laughs> shortcomings. I would assume that they saw what happened with Bungie and Destiny and the backlash of how like people are like, you know, what the fuck's going on, and they're like, all right, we'll just answer everything. Like, fuck it. Yeah. And I'm curious if that if you like, do you think this is a trend that we'll be seeing? Because like social media is not going away, obviously. I think, and there it, is kind of like a wall that has been there for a bit between developer and consumer. I, th- I think it's a combination of of two things, uh, and we'll throw Star Wars: Last Jedi onto this conversation. Mm-hmm. It's going it, the the wall is going away. For for a couple uh, reasons, it's for better or for worse. Uh, I mean, I I think it's for better, but it's going away because the way we present things is changing. Uh, with E three being you know now back to being the public and being in this information age of knowing everything. I mean, you can call somebody on a lie in 10 seconds. If you know, dev on stream says one thing and you're like, your buddy on the art team said this, like you two probably should figure this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they need to have one clear message and just say it. Yeah. The other part of that is with Bungie people, thinking they own the property which is not how this works which is the last jedi problem that was like um, you've ruined star wars for me it's like it's not your fucking property that was the better for worse comment that i made there was the fact that like in this case it's working out for bioware it seems to be so far working out for BioWare. right um but knowing how fickle the mob is like, right. how quickly can it turn to, like, a Bungie slash Last Jedi situation where they think that it is theirs? Right, and- which is what happened specifically into Destiny 2. Like, Destiny 1, they got shit during Destiny 1. Destiny 2, they got shit immediately for taking away my Destiny experience at the end of Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... It's... The nerd... I don't know. Nerd culture, it's not even just nerd culture. You see it in jock culture with sports, too, when people start complaining that their teams are doing certain things. They're, you don't, unless you own some type of actual serious stake in the company or you are designing the game, doesn't matter. Like You can voice your opinion, but the problem is when you voice your opinion, you have to do it respectfully yeah and not screw it let's go full internet nerd rage fuck you you dirty slut for ruining my uh you you killed Cade. fuck you <laughs> like what it's not yours dude i'm uh i wish i would like to have a conversation with like the bioware devs because like the way that they there's a couple things that stood out to me that i am curious about like they're they went so far, they opened up their Twitter like for questions for like a 24-hour period or something mm-hmm. like that. 
And they went so far as to point out, to give reasons, a list of reasons, possible reasons as to why they didn't answer certain questions. Mm -hmm. As they went into detail enough to where like at some point people were being like, wait, explain this reason. Like, I don't understand what you're meaning. Like they were giving straight industry talk. Like we can't answer this question for accounting reasons. Like, because we have to be able to make X amount of money on this. Like, like yeah, I was yeah. like, all right, they're, this is like almost to like a fault that they're like, yeah, they're explaining why they, like why they can't answer you. And like the other thing is, um, oh, I lost my train of thought, but like, um, like it's, it's almost like I'm, I'm curious to see how the balance settles there in the future, because like how much is too much. And as far as like involving people and then like, you know, at what point, you know, if you're, the players are guests essentially in these people's houses for lack of a better term. Right, that's like, pretty much true. Yeah. Like how, like you're not going to walk into someone's house and start insulting it. Like, yeah, it's, um, there's the other, I'll go, I'll go back to your insulting comment in, in a second here. Uh, the other, like my third point of this changing our landscape, we're talking about an online game. So we're mm-hmm. talking, what are you doing to keep us here? What is this progression system? Yeah. Yada, yada. We've had it too many times where people are like, No Man's Sky is getting is worse than the Bungie situation of promise, 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 nothing. Yeah. Because they didn't, like, they marketed poorly. And people around that game marketed poorly. And I don't care how many times I hear it from a certain three industry people that I unfortunately hear it from too often. You played the game behind fucking closed doors and did not come back and go, whoa, hey, hey, hey. Like, you have giant influence. And at no point did I remember did you go, whoa, I don't, what? What are you guys thinking? This that is not what this is. Yeah, and then went. Well, I don't understand why everybody thought that because they didn't play the same thing you did. So you need if if your influencers aren't going to do it, which is kind of what you're relying on the free PR there for the most part of of bringing the community back down. Mm-hmm. Then you have to be out there in front of it and doing it. Which yeah. is, I just think, what they're trying to embrace, especially with the online game. Like if it was a single player game and as a one experience mm-hmm. thing. They wouldn't be out here like this, mm-hmm. but because it's an online ecosystem and there's going to be these classes and uh, mm-hmm. character progression and uh, how can I play with my friends and do these missions, and do this raids or whatever they're going to do. Like when you start getting into that side of things like destiny or whatever, there's a lot of questions to be asked because yes, you will have people that are done with that game in one week and have done everything. Yeah. But what are you going to keep doing for the people that aren't yeah. and, or the people that are done to keep them coming back regularly if you actually want to maintain that game what's an interesting observation is that they didn't start using this tactic until after e3 and people were like this the demo was like the e3 presentation was terrible yeah and i think i think that was a wake-up for them when we're like the the presentation you put on stage is Mm -hmm. garbage but we're hearing about this 20 minute closed demo that's way better why are we not seeing that yeah and so then it was like Oh wait, 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 wait! We needed to switch this. Like, yeah, and so now, yeah. now I think even though they got the shit for it, mm-hmm. and I'm sure, obviously, there's always the 
stupid minority that just yells really loud. But I'm sure there was at least some constructive stuff of like, can you show us that? Because like that's what we're looking at when we want to know something. We don't need the art, these art, you know, story panels that you're telling us about. Like we've seen them. We want to see your gameplay and then ask questions on top of that, mm-hmm. not questions about Casey and three other people sitting in chairs. <laughs> Was Casey wearing an orange shirt? Like, no, it's not what we care about. Uh, the other, th- what did I say? I was going to go back to for you. Um, oh shit! What was it? The house thing of stepping on people's yeah, going into people's house and just people don't understand that gaming. You do not buy the game, and I don't know how many people I have to try to explain this to. Yeah, you do not own the game and you have not technically bought the game you have bought a license to use that software that license can be revoked whenever they so wish probably i haven't actually read my haven't read my terms and conditions technically they probably yeah if they really wanted to yeah i mean they i'm pretty sure they could probably just put a recall out on it and bring it back anyway but Hmm. two human did that yeah so there's stuff like, like you do not own the game. The only way you can make an argument with me that you own the game is that you paid the studio's budget to make it. Yeah. Which for some of these games is over $100 million. Yeah, I think a, a lot of people seem to forget that it is art more like than Like, you did not buy things. Star Wars. You spent 13 to, I'll give you $25 if you went to, like, an IMAX, and watched art. Yeah. It's, you uh, did not go, huh, Star Wars only has a $250 million budget, huh? I'll buy it. <laughs> that is not what happened. You have the right to criticize it and have your opinion, but they don't have a responsibility to, to yes. make you feel better about you it. You can say whatever you want about it, but they have, which is fun when you see like James Gunn and people out there, yeah. like the directors that are just like, I don't give a shit. I made what I wanted to make. Yeah, they're like, and oh, I you didn't to... like it? Okay, don't watch it. Yeah, like... and I hate to tell you, you didn't like it, but these mm-hmm. Scrooge McDuck piles of money <laughs> tell different stories. My, my billion dollars that I made for Disney over there. My years. toilet paper roll <laughs> that is all $100 bills said otherwise. So just a wake-up call, people. That's all. Sheeple. Wake up, sheeple. Oh, my God. Can, I thought we were going right, to get... Where are we at here? thought we were good for not making references. <laughs> We're probably running over, and I oh, say probably because I already know we're over an hour. I can yeah. see the di- longer digits. Uh, we got deals. We yeah, got we got, we got any we deals. Doing? I mean, Humble's not kind of really anything too exciting there. It's still just the monthly deal. Uh, I mean, Matt could tell us about the Chuck Tingle deal if you really wanted to. Oh, Jesus. I forgot about that. <laughs> if you like, still going. If you like buttholes. No, I don't <laughs> That's a really weird. <laughs> if you like weirdly, I guess it's technically erotic fiction. Yeah, but it's like... But it's uh, super weird. It's gay erotic fiction. Yeah, and it's so super it's, aware of what it is. Yeah. To the point where like the titles are like something, something, my gleaming butthole, and you're like... Yeah, the book about my... like. Yeah, yeah the book about my butthole being a butthole inside another dude's butthole. It's so yeah, weird. It's, it's it's interesting. Um, Obviously, we don't necessarily endorse that, but I mean, hey, whatever you're into, dude, I don't care. Yeah. So I just you're find happy, it, we're happy. Yeah, if you're happy, I don't give a shit. It's just so funny to me that that's a book. It's probably and, good. And that being, and <laughs> that being said, that the you. name of the series is Chuck Tingle. 
I don't know. That uh, name just makes me giggle. I wonder if that's his real name or a pen name. I hope to God it's a pen name. I hope it's real. I want it to be real. <laughs> I want it. I want. I want him writing these books to be like his destiny, like what he was meant to do uh, for for humanity. There's. I gotta. I gotta text Kenny and find out a name of what one of his characters is and. Uh, FM. Sorry, characters. What one of his players is? Because mm-hmm. it's something like Rick Hardon. <laughs> it's something awful uh, like that. It was just a name that was generated. It wasn't. It's not. You know. But his name's like Rick Hardon. I'm like, generated. this is great. Some developer made that name and was like, yeah, this name's going to come up. <laughs> I think they just have like a list of last names and a list of first names and let the game just match them. You know, them. someone slipped something oh, in there. Yeah. It's like, oh, you got to put these two together. Like, yeah. You know. It's just, it's a great, great time to see stuff like that. Uh, Twitch Prime still has games every single day. Get in. Redeem them. I think I'm already up. What are, what day are we on? Something. I'm like plus thirteen games already this month because of that. I'm. Uh, I don't have Prime, man. I'm, I'm you don't too, have Amazon Prime, do you? I'm too poor for that. Stuff. Right. Well, you did have it. You I did at it. one point, yeah. Um, but find somebody that has an Amazon Prime account because if they're an older person, I guarantee they're not using their Twitch Prime stuff. Free things for you. That's a good point, actually. It's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Mooch. Yes. Mooch, mooch, mooch. People. Not hard. Um, and then Prime Day. Prime Day is coming up, I believe, next week. I think it's Tuesday or Monday, one of the two. It's very soon. The hype train's building. So if you want to buy um, things, buy them. And I will tell you right now, coming from retail, if you try to walk into a retail store and match with the deal on Prime, you're probably going to get shut down. So don't act like the crazy woman who says, I want to see your manager. Yeah, don't do that. With a southern tang. Um, I did in passing. I don't know if this is 100% factual because I was in a hurry and I saw the the headline in passing, but I saw... I read something that said that uh, a lot of Razer periffs, keyboards, mice, that type of thing, are going to be 40% off for Prime Day. Ooh. So I don't that know is that's... the second best sale of the year on Razer peripherals because the other one is when they potentially win Best of Show at CES in February. Yeah. So I don't know if that's uh, how factual that is. I'll have to look into that afterwards or I can yeah. do it now. I, I mean, if you want, we can do it later. Uh, so let's if you want periffs. From Razor, you can get them from there. I might be. Uh, I don't recommend it, by the way, personally. But their their hardware is good. It's that software. Oh yeah, their synapses annoying. Yeah. Um, I might be looking at parts. We'll see. Who knows? Uh oh. Well, guys, I mean, need that CPU I still, still right? I still need a CPU and I still need a graphics card. But we're still kind of trying to play the teeter on the edge game with when the new ones get announced. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's a cheap enough case, because Amazon for some reason is way better than Newegg with cases, like just selection, selection, like selection wise, I just I would prefer to get like a, a not a small small one, not like a, a micro because I want to the dark side. No, because I still want to be able to take it's that motherboard that needs to fit in it, and that's not a micro. Um, but I need to just get like a smaller updated case to skill saw. We'll to cut it. We'll cut it. Check it. <laughs> I need to just get a smaller one for to replace this guy. So that can go to my, like, be my actual spare somewhere. And just to have, like, a smaller... Just throw it out. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. And you just toss your box. What? Your to- box of parts? I did. Yeah, I tossed it. When? I tossed the most of it, yeah. Tossed it literally right after we fixed Dewey's computer? Or after no, we built like it? No, that, like, that was my little one. That was, like, that's have, what I trimmed it down to. You still heat sinks in there from at least four years ago. One heat sink. And it's an Intel one that'll go onto my Intel board if I needed it. 
<laughs> and if I needed it, and this is where I would put my things. But like you know, the totes, to... the totes of stuff or whatever. Okay, listen, the two, the two thrown. totes that my are my DDR two RAM, all that crap. Oh, I don't have any of that stuff. My uh, the oldest stuff I have is in that box, so I will probably either move that box mm-hmm. and put that into a new thing. No, or what I, I will... was saying is toss the case because it's you know just you're never going to use. No, it. what I'm saying is I'm either going to toss the innards in that. Oh. and put those innards in there, or I'm going to get a new case and put those innards in that and then just take this whole thing and go, there you go, and hide away. Hide away. And then it's, it's, eventually it's, it will get filtered out because I can't stand the fact that I'm pretty sure I have a Windows 95 computer in my garage. No, see, that's what happens when you, you have that old computer. And you're like, I'll use it for something. And then like well, at least 10 the, years later, you're like, why do I still have this? The joke is with this one that we're talking about and that one, that we're also talking, <laughs> we're still going on about this for no reason. Those are both running DDR3s. Mm-hmm. So that's not like incompatible to run with each other. Yeah. yeah. This is running eight gigs. That's running 16. Um, but then I can, I can still, this, the problem there is this is an AMD board and that's an Intel board. So that's where my real difference is. Mm-hmm. But when I step to the new one, the only thing that's going to be able to touch that new one is going to be my DDR4 and my new stuff. So yeah. It's not like once. If I reach DDR5 situation, then yes, I say then my three needs to go to the wayside and keep only two two cross sections of things mm-hmm. to if for some reason X fails, I have backup that's still capable. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all. Anyway. That was a really long podcast, Matt. All and right. we complained that there was nothing uh newsworthy in it. Yeah, because we bullshitted the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, don't ask Nate what he's doing on uh, a week where there hasn't been news. Wasn't there a question that we have to answer, or we skipped There that? was a question, and I'll, I will ask it to you. All right. Uh, it comes from a, a Yankee great, a Cincinnati Red great. Uh, he played uh, for the New York Mets, even. Joe Torre has I mean, asked. I've heard uh, that name, but. He was the manager of the Yankees during the 90s and the early 2000s when they won a lot of championships. Ah, that's probably why. Um, I think he's got four rings. Maybe five. Um, the question was, how about them Yankees? Oh. <laughs> son of a bitch. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, well, I can't answer that, so. I can answer it. How about them Yankees? A good time. I appreciate everything they're doing. We'll see what happens at the trade deadline. Because something's going to go down. You think so? Yep. They got the budget for that? They have budget oh, yeah. caps? No, got, yeah, there's there's salary caps in baseball. Salary caps, but is there budget caps? That is your your budget cap is your salary cap. What do you okay, mean? Okay, so I get what you're saying. Okay. So when you say salary cap, I, I'm thinking that you can only pay, you know, X amount to a player, but that wouldn't make sense. No, no, it's your team has okay. a salary cap. Yeah. Um and they're under it technically. If you go over you have to pay a tax threshold and yada yada yada. But they're they're under right now. It's the Yankees. Like, they can't afford a, a... Oh, they can if they wanted to, but, like, they're under it, which is... You... I'm not going to get into too far of this. You incur increasing penalties the more years you're over it. Yeah. So, essentially, it's it like... eventually. Yeah, eventually, you need to reset and come back underneath. And they have reset themselves from their penalties from the years prior, so they're underneath with no penalty going forward into next year. So, they're like, oh, start the, racking up that with, penalty With again. lower one penalty. So, they're like... Oh, I go over by a little bit. Eh, who cares? Pay seven million. That's like you know a game. I don't care. <laughs> uh, all right. And they still don't have the highest payroll in baseball. So 
That's called doing good business. That being said, we don't we do poor business because we ran way too long. Have fun listening to that one. Later. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.